The following program has been pre-recorded and is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage LLC. Member FINRA SIPC Investment Advisory Services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. We only have two genders at the Financial Guys. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies. Your body's fancy and so is my follow the financial guys on social media financial guys media network all righty welcome back financial guys radio show in studio today mike Speraza and mike lomas a lot to get to um mike uh, you know i just can't believe we're, we're here again um the the donald trump second indictment now the second of what they're saying is going to be three or four because one is coming in georgia and another is coming in uh, probably federally again with the january 6th stuff so in total he might have more than four indictments uh yeah they're they're going to hand them the nomination is what they're going to do you would think they'd wisen up at some point but they just don't <laughs> that's what they're going to do they're going to hand them the republican nomination they are deathly afraid of him right yep people are saying well why aren't they attacking desantis well because he's not up in the polls the minute desantis is up in the polls, right. I assure you they're going to find some uh, some uh, uh, blazy Ford who happened to be at a party with DeSantis 47 years ago, and DeSantis did something inappropriate, but nobody around the party ever remembered any of it. Watch and see. I mean, that's how nuts these people are, right? But these are the same people that think men can get pregnant, so you've mm-hmm. got to realize I mean, how really mentally ill uh, these folks are and what you're dealing with, and they will stop at nothing. I've said this forever. They are herpes. There's no cure. It just keeps coming back. Well, what's funny, too, is they're actually starting, believe it or not, some in the media are actually starting to push DeSantis mm-hmm. on the left, right? Like, you you have leftist media pushing DeSantis, and I think, to your point, they are deathly afraid of, of Donald Trump. And, and I'll tell you, Mike, I, I really do believe that if Donald Trump is the candidate again, he's going after everybody. Well, and, I, and I think he screwed that up the first time a little bit. He screwed it up a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, that's what they... And not yeah. only him, it's not, yeah. or not only yeah. going after people, yeah. it's really going after departments. And I've said this for a long time. Glenn and I have said that if you really want to fix government, the problem is it's too big, right? Yeah. Um, you and I did a podcast earlier in the week, and I asked you to predict what Chucky e. Schumer's wealth was. And you predicted $4 million bucks, which was a, I, I, which really, truly is a very aggressive number because he yep. has been in office since he's been 23. Yep. You know, I don't know what his income is, but is it, what is his income? A hundred grand, $150,000. So yep. somebody with that kind of income to accumulate $4 million would be a very very aggressive saving schedule with a very handsome rate of return, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a big, big number, right? But he's worth $70 million, $70 million. Yes, you've heard it right. That's what Chucky e. Schumer is worth. So, okay, you know, how, how – and this is all about protecting their, their, their little agenda and what they do, and they're very, very wealthy. They figured out that this is a business, that business is good, and Donald Trump is a threat to that. But you've got to dismantle the size of government so a Chucky e. Schumer – you know, he is, doesn't build $70 million by being a politician. You know, you want to build $70 million, go out and build your own company. You know, work for 
for a company, get stock options. That's yep. how you do that. You don't do it by serving an office. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of them. Well, you're too. not supposed to be able to do that by serving an office. <laughs> that, that, that's right. There's a lot, I had someone on Twitter the, uh, yesterday tell me, oh, well, you know, you you really think Joe Biden needs the five million dollar bribe? He's made yes. a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he does. He actually yeah. does. His net worth's only at like nine million, which is yeah. still, to your point, for a career senator. Yeah, or, he's got a lot of catching up to do. He's got a lot of catching yeah, up. His to. friends are a lot wealthier. So the Obamas yeah. are a lot wealthier. Yeah. The Pelosi's are a lot wealthier. The Chuck Schumers are a lot a lot wealthier. The Harry Reeds are a lot wealthier. Yeah. So yeah, he's got some catching up to do. Yeah, and his son has a pretty uh, pretty tough habit of of you know you know yeah, prostitutes it, and, and crack that's cocaine right. too. His, so. his son's addicted to uh, yeah. to crack cocaine, which is not. I don't think that habit's cheap, and yeah. are, certainly hookers aren't cheap. I've no, heard. So no, yeah, no. And again, I, I'm going to go back to you know again what happened this week. I, I it's really sad to see, and it really is not good for America, no matter what the left or the right says. It's not good for America. No. I wouldn't want this for Joe Biden necessarily. I wouldn't if, if if we're just going after people because we don't like what they believe in or what they say as a president or vice president of the United States, that's not good. Well, the message for the Democrat Party is twofold. One is we're scared to death of Donald Trump. Two is if you think you're gonna be tough like Donald Trump, this is what's gonna happen to your life. Right. And and the where the message becomes very scary is Trump has got billions of dollars so he can fight some of this stupidity. Mm -hmm. But the average person, right? Like, let's just say you've worked really, really hard, you've owned companies, and maybe you're worth $2 million. Well, you can't fight that. I mean, and that's what they're trying to tell you. Like, look, if you think you're going to get out of line and you're going to fight our radical left-wing agenda where we've accumulated millions of dollars for ourselves, pretending to lie about helping the poor people, we're going to go after you. You better be prepared to fight and you better be prepared to lose all your net worth and we're going to destroy your family. So the message is, please don't run if you think if you're a conservative Republican. That's what it is. Yeah, and and it's scary to people like you or I, Mike, too, that that have our opinions out there. And and you know, who's to say they don't come at? And I know, according to most, we're probably we're we're not on the level of Donald Trump, right? But you look at you look at these who they go after. You know, um, uh, PTA parents or parents that are going to school board meetings, right? They're going after a lot of different people that are the same as you and I. That's what scares the hell out of me, Mike, is that they don't like what we say on the Financial Guys radio show, and we're the next one. Or you know, ten down the line, they go after and they put behind bars for things that we say and what we believe in. It's just not right. Yeah. And well, what they've done to his family is even worse. Yeah. What? Well, we've played the FBI clips, right? Of the FBI yeah. agents now stepping up and saying, "Yes, the way you it was a Matt Gates who was." It was talking about a, you changed your agenda from going after child rapists, yep. um, drug dealers to PTO meetings. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, so when people say, "Oh, we don't, we can't defund the FBI," really, I think we can. I, I think if they, if their if their agenda now is to show up at PTO meetings in churches, I don't think they need to be there. So if we're paying them as taxpayers to do that, I think it's a bad idea. Now, if they're going after pedophiles and drug addicts, I'm all for it. Drug drug uh, dealers, I'm all for it. Right? That's what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be making our country safe. You're supposed to be worried about the border and protecting our our every bit of this country. Right? They could care less about that. You see the Comey's of the world. They're, they're on tour now. Watch this. Comey will be the next one with a net worth of 100. You know, he, he somehow accumulates another $100 million over a two-year block. Yeah, I mean, he might already be starting that, Mike. Can we play a clip, by the way? This was somebody who, Comey was at a uh, uh, some kind of a town hall meeting. And this guy, I, I, I just find him hilarious. He was... Uh, being very sarcastic, but it was so funny. So this is James James Fronti, uh, James Comey being confronted. <laughs> You can barely hear this. Oh, 
Democrat hero James Comey. You should be happy the government weaponized Trump. He was sarcastic, good, sharp-looking suit. Guy was hilarious. Yeah, I love the the extremely outrageous clapping that he yeah. did throughout the whole thing too. Um, <laughs> you know, weaponizing the FBI, James <laughs> Comey. Yeah, as James Comey, James Comey, by the way, is sitting about fifteen feet away, listening to this whole thing, which is beautiful. Yeah, we'll have to play some of those clips, by the way, of the FBI agents not releasing any of the new uh, Biden crime family tapes that are out there. Yeah, uh, from the Burisma deal. So. Seven Seventeen of them, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't even they won't even admit whether there's tapes, right? So maybe you don't release the tapes just yet because there's hopefully an investigation, which we all know they're not going to. No, no. but what you should be at least admitting to is yes, there is tapes, or no, there's not, and yes, we're going to look into them, or just be honest with the American taxpayers and say no, we're not going to do our job again, and we're not even going to bother with looking at them. And before we go to the break, Mike, I am going to tease that um, this week I had the opportunity to go to Trump's speech in New Jersey. I want to talk a little about that because he talks about the 15 things that have happened in the last decade before him that yeah. were never looked at, that now he's the bad guy. But I want to talk about that, some things with the Clintons, some things with the Obamas, yep. and also with the uh, the Bidens. Folks, if you need us throughout the week, 833 Fin Guys. Do not forget, we are a one-stop financial shop. This is the place where money meets politics. We'll be right back right after this break. The Financial Guys, we don't have safe spaces. Financial Guys Media Network. Alrighty, welcome back. Uh, Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio today. Busy week, a lot going on with the Trump indictment. Uh, Daniel Penny gets indicted in New York City, of course. We will talk about that later. And then the Republicans decided they don't want to censure or fine Adam Schiff. So we'll talk That's about that as well. That's disgusting, by the way. That yeah. is just, that is, that is, again, when you yep. Republicans ask people for money, this yep. is why you don't get it. This is exactly why you don't get it. Mike, I'm going to read a tweet and you, it literally said what you just said, and it was a perfect way to say it in, in this tweet with all the people that were uh, on the Republican side that voted against that. Yeah. Th- at some point, they have to wake up and grow a spine. I don't really think they will, but we'll see. Uh, before we talk about some of that, though, we do have a guest on the live line, our real estate guru, Todd Eichinger on the line. Todd, how are you? I'm flattered now, guru. Look at me. I got big boy pants on today. Yeah, you've been uh, promoted. I, I got to do an extra special spot here, yeah. so you got to step up. Um, tell, us, yeah. tell us about the real estate market. Uh, inventory Smoke. is still ridiculously low, right? I mean, I've been saying that for a while. It's, People yeah. keep telling me housing prices are going to come down, and I'm like, well, I think they got to start building first for that to really happen. There's there's a lot that's got to happen. I mean, supply and demand is is far away, and the interest rate hike, all it did was it, it has some people who don't like their house sitting in their house because they're too stubborn to get a higher interest rate, but they forget if you look at the 30-year average, we are not far off from the average interest rate for everybody for the last 30 years. And then there's the other people who are fully willing to sell, but they're afraid that they won't find anything. So it's causing a bigger congestion. And last year we thought we were going to see the light, but believe it or not, 
um, for June, for the first two weeks of June last year, we had 554 houses listed. This year, 2023, only 458. So almost 100 less. Yeah, the inventory is so weak. It's it's like that everywhere. Although uh, I am seeing a slowdown in the state of Florida. You know, um, the homes that were selling in like 15 minutes are now taking a month or two. So, um, you know, you're definitely seeing interest rates sort of slow down different parts of the market out there. Now, the Florida market, if you think houses are expensive here, you know, because they're uh, they're they're not uh, you know socialist based and communist based there in Florida. There's a much stronger demand for people moving there, obviously, and so prices have gone up uh, more so than than Western New York. But uh, but you're definitely seeing the interest rate sort of hit. It, it's nice to see uh, uh, to me where you were saying where you know historically, look at we're not at you know 19 percent interest rates. You know historically the the stock bond market, the economy actually does pretty well if we can keep rates around this point. You know where you've got a mortgage rates at six seven percent, you're earning four or five percent in the bank account. I mean, that's not, those are sort of normal markets if you can, you know, if you can sustain it for sure. I mean, it's, it's definitely tolerable. And I mean, hell, I felt when I bought my house that I robbed the place because I was at 6.85%, you know, and we're right there. I mean, the interest rates are reasonable. People just have the memory of a goldfish, and they forget past you oh, know sure. prior COVID. No, I, I'm like that. You know what? I mean, I bought my car a bunch of years ago at zero percent, and then I went back, and they're like, "It's three and a half." I'm like, "What? You're out of your mind!" I'm not giving you three and a half percent. Yeah. So, um, well, tell me about any of the, the featured listings that you've got here in Western New York or out in the Rochester area, because Todd and his team can help. By the way, Buffalo, Rochester, uh, you know, Batavia, all the way out to you know where, where if you need help, they can help. But tell me about some of the listings you might have. We've got an awesome house that just came up. As a matter of fact, we just completed the open house on it in Chicawaga, just off the Cleveland Drive exit of the throughway. And if you don't know that neighborhood, you, you are missing out. Honestly, it's so quick to get around. It's a true old school neighborhood where you see people walking their dogs, kids playing the whole shebang. And for Western New York, it's reasonably priced. I also have a big duplex slash single in Elma. And I say slash because it, is taxed and registered as a duplex, but the family currently living in there took out a couple doorways so they could actually live in the whole thing because it's almost 2,600 square feet. <sighs> so if you're looking for a rental property in Elma, um, it's got a great yard, it's a great location, and like I say, duplex ready for somebody to invest in and make some good money on. Yeah, or a first-time home buyer, live in half and rent the half, right, and make some money out of it. Right. Yeah. Garage for toys and room to ride a quad. You can't beat that. That's right. Yep, that's cool. <laughs> All right, well, if somebody wants your help, they need your listing, they need you to help list, uh, you know, by, by the way, if you if you pick Todd, he can plug your house here, so it's a, another added bonus to be able to try to get your, uh, your house on the market, not in front of people. So, Todd, how can they get in touch with you? As always, go toddy.com or 716-912-8684. All right, one more time with the number. 716? 716-912-8684. 8684. Cool. And those of you out in Rochester, he can can put you in the right spot. He's got uh, strategic partners out there to be able to help. So 716-912-8684. Awesome. Thanks, Todd. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting to see, Mike, your your point about inventory in New York, because I will say where I'm from, I'm starting to see houses go up, though, and and my dad and I were talking about the other day. Are they leaving, or are they moving somewhere else, going to another suburb or or somewhere downtown, or what's going on? But I I will tell you, I, I think... 
more and more people I am seeing in more and more houses where I'm from going up for sale and people probably getting out of here because it's just getting it's it's getting to the point where you can't even handle it anymore. And I'll tell you that we'll get into it later, Mike. But this Daniel Penny thing with this this uh, former Marine is is scary stuff. Defending himself and defending others around him. And now he is being indicted on That's, a manslaughter charge. Again, disgusting. Scary, disgusting. Scary stuff. You're talking about yep. a, a hero that, you know, is a a, a, a veteran, a Marine yep. veteran that, you know, w- was really helping others so they didn't get hurt. And uh, this race-baiting scumbag attitude of just mm-hmm. because this is a white guy who happened to stop a bad black guy, we're now going to try to uh, to put him in jail. Just disgusting. I, I certainly hope he gets off. I know the GoFund me page is up to 2.9 million dollars so yeah i i hope uh, he ends up better off on the other side of this but you know we're, we're a very scary uh, uh, culture that we're creating especially in places like new york city and what's amazing to me is you know none of these liberals are bright enough to see the damage that they're creating yep. it's more 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 i mean you know violence is up crime rates up 46 50 percent something like that you know year over year yep. people are not <laughs> going there you know i've yep. said it time and time again i would love Love to bring my family to New York City. Yep. Glenn and I spent a lot of time there in the beginning of our careers as we uh, worked for a company called Payne Weber, and they sent us down to Wall Street for training, and we actually lived there for a few months. I would love nothing better than to take my family back to to see some of that stuff, yep. right? I'm not going to do it. You know why? Because I'm not walking around New York City with my 12-year-old daughter. There's a possibility that some scumbag like this Daniel Penny just stopped, yep. attacks my daughter. Right. No way. We'll yeah. stay home. We'll go down to the great state of Florida where I feel feel safe, yep. where uh, where crime rates are at 50-year lows. Maybe I'll go visit Miami where crime rates are at 90-year lows. Yep. That's exactly the city we're going to take. I'm going to take my family to. And lots of other people are thinking that way. They're talking about real estate. You know, there there will be winners in New York State. Well, I mean, Buffalo, New York might be one of them, right? Yep. If the crime rate is up 50% in New York City, there is a lot of people leaving that city and moving yep. back to places like Buffalo. There'll be winners and losers in the state. Certainly the state as a whole will be a loser. And uh, at some point, I, I continue to say this, the, the state will go bankrupt. I mean, you cannot continue to watch the top taxpayers, the people that actually pay the bills, leave and expect the welfare recipients to pick up the, the slack. It's just not going to happen. And the welfare recipients are not the ones saying, you know what, I think I'm going to move down to Florida for an opportunity. No, they're staying right put, collecting their good old welfare and, and hanging out until the system gets sucked dry. And as Margaret Thatcher said, socialism works out wonderful until you run out of other people's money. Well, and at some point, the whole country is going to have to, to make a decision, right? And we're talking state by state with certain stuff, Mike, because, you know, the welfare is portion is different in Florida than it is here. They actually have rules, right? They don't just let you sit on it for, you know, 10 years in a row. But at some point, the federal government's going to have to learn that we can't keep making the same decisions that we're making. And I think it's going to take somebody like a Donald Trump, a Ron DeSantis, maybe Vivek Ramaswamy, someone like that that actually can understand that you can't just keep funneling money out of this country and not into it, right? What we continue to do is give Ukraine money. What we continue to do is give people on welfare money. And we we keep spending money that really we don't have, right? We're buying gas, and Trump said this the other night, from Venezuela. 
we're buying gas from Venezuela. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, how nuts are we? No, right? crazy. Like, crazy. I mean, you can't make this crazy. stuff up. When we have plenty of it underneath us, yeah. right? When uh, when we can uh, really end the war in Ukraine, if that's yeah. what the left-wing liberals really wanted yeah. to do, the number one way to do it is to get Europe to buy fuel from us, right? So we can uh, we can go after Russia. Uh, you know, get get fuel down to a buck fifty a gallon. Get the economy rolling again. More yeah. people, more money in people's pockets, so they can afford yeah. milk and cookies. And uh, and and start selling it overseas. That's that's you know be energy independent, which we were right. It'll make the whole world safer, by the way. But it's not green, Mike. You just can't do it. It's just not green enough to do that. Um, but let let other countries be green or not be green, and let them do it. We'll buy it from them. We just can't do it ourselves. Yeah, that's that whole green thing is yep. it's it's you know it's garbage yep. because none of them put their money where their mouth is. Yep. Chucky Schumer is worth seventy million dollars. Yep. He has not planted one tree. How many I'll, cars does he I'll, have? I'll bet my left pink. Yep. That he did, he has not planted one tree with that seventy million dollars. Yep. The Obamas are worth a hundred million dollars. I'll bet everything that they took not one dollar out of their pocket and planted some trees. That's when you know it's all garbage, right? If I saw the Obama family say, "I'm committing two million dollars a year to plant trees around Chicago, my hometown," okay, all right, you're putting your money where your mouth is. They never take a dollar out of their pocket. They don't give it to charity. The only way they give it to charity is to set up a foundation where their relatives. Can can work for it and they can suck the money back out like the Clintons did. I certainly hope they only have one electric vehicle in their household and I hope that Leo DiCaprio's plane, private plane, is on electric and solar. We gotta play one. There's a yeah. there's a video. Did you send me the clip? Somebody sent me the clip about a, a community, an inner city community that was getting forty four million dollars and they went through and interviewed. Are you happy Biden's giving you forty four million? And then they found out they said, What could you need? Well we believe it or not, they were saying we need more police, we need yep. more of this. Oh no, no, it's all for electric uh, uh, buses. Like yeah. yeah, we don't need that right now. That's <laughs> Not, that's not one of the priorities in this community. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Thanks. Yeah. All right, folks. We're gonna we're coming up against quick break. We're gonna talk a little bit later again about Daniel Penny. We're gonna talk a little bit about Adam Schiff and and further on the Trump indictment story. Don't forget about our podcast, our Saturday afternoon radio show, which you're listening to now is every Saturday, one to three p.m. and our new morning show, eight fifteen to eight thirty. A quick daily brief of every day's news. If you need us throughout the week, eight three three Fin Guys. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys radio show, Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio here today. Uh, Mike, you found a great clip that we got to get to as well here from Ted Cruz. Um, I, I do love that we have some people with spines yeah. in Congress. Well, Ted is one of them. He does a yeah. great job, and he is an unbelievable debater. I mean, he's yeah. one of the most articulate debaters that I've ever seen, yep. and, and interviewers, really. I mean, he's amazing. So. Here's the problem, though. We don't have enough of them. We have a guy like Ted Cruz. We have Gates. You know, we have people like but, Jim Jordan. Yeah, but, you would think the entire party at this point would be yeah. more aligned with the conservative message, right? Yeah. And they're not. You know, talking about Adam Schiff and yeah. you know how we're not going to go after him. I mean, this is exactly why people get aggravated with the Republican Party. It's exactly why you're never going to see a penny of my money, right? I mean, Adam Schiff is a dirtbag. We know he was lying. We know he's a scumbag. Go after him, guy. Let me tell you something. You twenty Republicans, he's going to go after you. They yeah. will go after you. 
trust me, the herpes will come back. He's herpes. It will come back. He will be he will be right back in the mix coming after you and your family and you know finding a Christine Blasey Ford who uh, who saw every one of you 47 years ago at a party but nobody else saw it, right? And I'll tease this now for after the next break, but I will give you the list of all 20 Republicans that that decided that they did not want to go after Adam Schiff. By the way, no big deal. Two of them are in New York, by the way, just, just so in case you didn't know. Yeah, but you got to wonder, are, like, what, yep. when did they show up to Epstein Isle? That's yep. what I, Epstein Island, that's yep. what I want to know. Let's yep. listen to uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, talk about the FBI. For those that say the FBI is not corrupt at the top level, and I've got friends that work for the FBI. I understand there's a lot of good agents. The top is corrupt. If you are not, every one of you should be deeply concerned about the damage being done to the integrity of the institutions in which you operate. My office hears regularly from FBI agents and from assistant U.S. attorneys who are likewise concerned about the politicization and weaponization of the Department of Justice and the FBI, and this is profoundly damaging to the rule of law in our nation. Now, now we know we've had FBI agents that have been literally reassigned from pedophiles. They've been reassigned from drug dealers. They've been reassigned from terrorists to go after PTO, to, to sit out in the parking lot of PTO meetings in churches. Last month, a whistleblower brought to light the existence in the FBI of a report in FD 1023 in which the informant alleges that President Biden and his family members engaged in a $5 million bribery scheme during his time as vice president. Deputy Director. You know who could clear that up real quick, by the way? Joe Biden. I was going to say, you know, no, I, I know if what you he had any integrity, Joe yeah. Biden would say, yeah. just release the tapes. I didn't yeah. do anything wrong. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. Right. Uh, was it Herman Cain? Remember Herman Cain was he, he was accused of having an affair. Yeah. And I'll never forget this. When, when he was running for office, of course, they found the affair from yeah. 20 years ago. But yeah. and he said, uh, well, I'm just, I, you know, he, he, he sort of said he didn't, but he wouldn't come out and say he didn't do it. And I'm like, well, of course, he did it then. Right. Because right. if that was me, if you accused me of that, I'd say absolutely not. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take a lie detector test. When I pass it, you're, you're dropping out of the race. Yep. I'm going to take a lie detector test. When I pass it, you're never running for any office again. That's what I would be doing. So if Biden is innocent, it's real easy. Come out. Hey, look it. I want to hear these tapes. I, I, I tell you what, we did nothing. You can look at all my bank records, right? You can look at my, well, they look at my bank records. Yep. I, I'm registered with the Securities Exchange Commission. Guess what? That's, that's part of the deal. I know it's going to happen. I, that's fine. That's good. That's what they need to do. They need to protect their investors and need to be able to, to do reviews with uh, with financial planners. Get it. Got it. And as we're finishing this, folks, just remember that Joe Biden's not the one that was recently indicted. Just remember that as you're listening to all the stuff that Ted Cruz is about to say. The the former president's the one that's being indicted and, yeah. and looked after right now. Yeah, for not some boxes the boxes at his house. Yeah. Not the boxes yeah. that were in his garage yeah. wrapped around his Corvette. Yeah. Is it true that the FBI has a report making those allegations? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, Senator. Of course you're not. And why is that? I'm just not going to comment on uh, information we received, investigations. Do you owe an obligation to the American people to be candid about evidence of corruption by the President of the United States? Tell tell, tell Ted the truth. You're trying to figure out how to to wipe the server clean right now. This is uh, an area that I'm not going to get into with you, Senator. Well, I understand you don't want to, and that's why people are mad at the FBI, because you're stonewalling and covering up serious allegations of evidence of corruption from the president yesterday. Can I ask a question? And Mike, you've been around the political world long enough to know Mm -hmm. this, and I I don't understand it. If 
the if, if FINRA, let's use FINRA, comes after us and asks us questions, right? Mike Lomas can't sit in that meeting or Glenn Wiggle can't sit in that meeting and say, you know what? I'm just not here to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I plead the right, yeah. right. Imagine if you said that. They'd be like, great. Okay, now here's your securities licenses. You're, yeah. you're closed, yeah, right? You're you're closed. That, that's it, right? And the same thing on my side. If, yeah. if, the, if the Department of Financial Services came to me and said, Mike, uh, I need to talk to you about an account you wrote that you didn't have documentation, I couldn't just be like, you know, I'm not really interested yeah, in that. Yeah, I'm right not now. interested I'm in good. telling you the answers. No, right. I don't think so. Imagine if people in business or attorneys audited whoever. by the FBI or the IRS. Right. I, I don't right. think I'm going to give you any of that stuff. Yeah, that million dollars in yeah. that offshore account? No, nah, no, no. You don't need not, receipts? Not, no, no, no way. No. no. Think about that. They do that with every single issue. Every single one. Every, every one. single one. It's unreal. Chuck Grassley stood on the Senate floor and alleged that there are 17 recordings of this informant from Burisma, Ukrainian natural gas company. Fifteen of them are recordings, voice recordings of him talking to Hunter Biden. Two of them are voice recordings of him talking to Joe Biden, Deputy Director Abate. Does the FBI have 17 voice recordings laying out evidence of a bribery scheme? So, so maybe you're not playing the voice recordings yet, but you should certainly say, yes, we have some stuff in our hands. Senator, I'd add all, I would add also that uh, we've worked with the House Oversight Committee. Yeah, this is the Senate. We're the other side of the Capitol. This is the Senate. <laughs> Do you have those 17 recordings? I'm not going to comment on any investigative matters, Senator. See, that's the problem. The FBI, and I've had this conversation with Chris Ray too, this is why you are damaging the institution. The American people have a right to know whether there is serious, credible evidence that the President of the United States took a $5 million bribe. And by the way, if it's false, Chairman Durbin just rolled his eyes. If Chairman Durbin were interested in the rule of law, we would have a hearing on these allegations. Yes. But of course, the Democrats don't want a hearing on the, no, these they allegations. Don't want, they don't want. And to be clear, if the allegations are false, you know who could disprove them? Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. That's right. He could call for this to be released publicly. Yeah, absolutely. But the FBI if he had any integrity. But Joe doesn't know where he is, right? Joe should be in a nursing home at this point. So he doesn't know where he is. But at the rest of the Democrats with, uh, with zero integrity should be saying, look, I just release it. No problem. We, we know that he didn't take $5 million. Now, where did Hunter get his crack money from? Nobody knows, right? But he wouldn't do that. Okay, let's release the tapes. Let's follow the money trail and make sure he's innocent. Done. No, I just want to remind people of one thing too hunter biden was never in politics either so the fact that hunter biden is wheeling and dealing throughout oh, his father's vice presidential oh, was. term right right oh, but he was but he was right <laughs> but but you get what i'm saying it's not like you know hunter biden is someone that should be dealing with foreign nations on whatever right yeah. you know he's uh, not a politician hunter biden was a crackhead he right. should have been right. in counseling yeah in rehab instead yeah. he's running a hedge yeah. fund yeah. and somehow getting you know billions of dollars from all these countries which of course nobody really cares about and the mainstream media is such dirtbags they could, couldn't be bothered to investigate it. Is stonewalling. Would two, you agree? Two things, Senator. No sure. one's stonewalling. Mm-hmm. The 1023 you just said you were was invited in response to a subpoena. Okay, the then why'd you refuse to committee. answer my the, question? The pertinent information is there, and I reject your assertion that the why FBI Why did you refuse to answer my question? I just answered your question. No, you didn't. Okay. So I just yes, answered your question. They do this time and time again. I just answered your question. No, he's asking you to say yes or no. Do you have some tapes or not? You didn't answer his question. Don't lie. Have the 17 recordings, yes or no? 
I'm not going to get further into that. So you're stonewalling. You can't say I'm not refusing to answer your question, but I won't answer your question. <laughs> well, that's what they I'm do. I'm going to answer within the parameters. This should that be we news breaking, in. by the that's way. That's the problem. Two, four, the seven. FBI should be all over. has right now an unlimited. They can't figure out why the ratings are in the garbage. That you believe the, you are. Like nobody's watching the mainstream media. You don't right believe now. you're and accountable Fox to the United States you know, Congress. One out of every two people in the country when there's the eighteen different networks that they can watch. And you are doing damage. The FBI is a great institution. When I go home to Texas. People ask me, should we abolish the FBI? Now, I tell them no, because you have heroes and patriots working for that's you right. that are catching child predators, that are catching terrorists. And that's what they should be focused but on. But you're sitting there happily erecting a wall to protect Joe, Joe Biden. Yep. Yep. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's, what is the... It, it's it's sad. It really is. Because, and again, I, here's what I've said, Mike, and, and we have a minute till the, the next break here, but here's what I've said on this. You've now you've now opened up the can of worms, right? You've now indicted as the FBI. You've indicted the former president. Okay, you opened it up now. Now, okay, I've been saying this. You want to indict Donald Trump? Fine, you did. Now you did it. Now I want everyone else. I want everyone else to get indicted. I don't care if they're a low-level local politician or they're a high-level senator or they're a high-level whoever. I want them all indicted. Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Mike Pence. That's right. I want them all. If you're Give doing, me them all. If you're doing something wrong, you should be indicted. If you're right. not doing anything wrong, right. you should be willingly able to come out with this information and say, please, let's listen to the videotapes. But this doesn't take a rocket scientist. You know, we're in the money business, and, and we know that. And I've said this time and time again. Look at Chucky Schumer. Something is not right when your income is one hundred and fifty thousand bucks. And his, uh, by, uh, by the way, his income was thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand yeah. twenty years ago. Right? He didn't yeah. start out at the age of twenty three in office with a two hundred thousand dollars salary. So you know, we we work with four hundred one k plans all the time. You know, you're putting away a hundred dollars a month. You're putting away five hundred dollars a month. There's only so much of a rate of return you can earn on those dollars in a good combination of stocks and bonds to be able to create wealth, right? So I will look at folks all the time and say, you're at $200,000, we need to get you to five you You're at $200,000, we need to get you to a million. If you put away this amount of money and we can earn this rate of return, to do the math... Um, to do the math to be able to accumulate $70 million, it just does not add up. It does not yep. add up. It's a Ponzi scheme numbers, right? There's yep. all kinds of, when Bernie Madoff got in trouble, there was a few people who tried to re-engineer his models, and they said, we just can't do it. There's something not right with what he's doing. He's making money every single time. When the market goes up, he makes money. When the market goes down, he makes money. There's absolutely zero probability that anybody could do this. It would be like a professional baseball player hitting the ball every single time he goes up the bat. It's just yep. mathematical impossible. But yet, uh, with with these scumbags, the Schumers, the Clintons, the somehow they can all mathematically do things that the rest of us just can't, right? And with the Biden family, somehow Hunter Crackhead Biden was paying his daddy fifty thousand dollars a month. Now his daddy's the, the, 53. Now his daddy's the president of the United States of America. Yeah. I would think he'd be smart enough to understand to ask some questions like, hmm, my son's a crackhead. We've got all kinds of videos of him out with strippers. How is he affording fifty three thousand? dollars a month. Okay, uh, I never had any conversations with uh, him about his business. Oh, well, we actually have him on, on video. Yep. We actually have him recorded. And this is, forget about the Burisma stuff, we already have it. Remember the conversation about, Daddy, it's, hey, it's, it's Dad, everything will be okay, I'm going to take yep. care of it. Yep. Unreal. 
Don't forget, folks, that's our current president, just in case you didn't know. That is our president, and that is his son, who, by the way, still travels with him to other countries, just well, so you know, which is He's the smartest guy he knows. He's the smartest guy he knows. Yeah, it's that's true. That's why you need him in the room. true. He, maybe he is at this point. You never know. Yeah. Because well, he's, he's certainly, doing... if you can, I've said this time and time again, look, at if you can be a crackhead, <laughs> yeah. if you can sleep around with prostitutes, yeah. do crack cocaine, and still accumulate millions of dollars, yeah. you're probably a pretty smart guy. Doing better than me, I'll tell you, folks. Mm. All right, we'll be right back on the other side. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Look what I said. Go back and read what I said. I went on the floor and got you votes. So let's get those things straight, too. Saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Come on, give me a break, man. What a stupid son of a bitch. He's an angry elf. The Financial Guys, where money meets politics. Welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show. Mike Spraza, Mike Lomas in studio today. Folks, don't forget to text us, 716-817-0716. Let us know what you think about the Trump indictment, the Daniel Petty indictment, um, and anything with Adam Schiff and James Comey. Shifty Schiff. Shifty Schiff. Um, yeah, don't forget to... How about the 20 spineless Republicans that don't want to do anything about it? Yes, don't forget about that. Two indictments this week just happen to both be on conservatives. Not any liberals getting indicted. Interesting. Uh, no, you can lie if you're a Democrat. Just get away with it. Time yeah, time again. yeah. Just that might be the play. Just be the Democrat, and then you're good. Well, to go. it, it absolutely is the play, right? Yeah. I mean, if you want to be extremely wealthy, I've always said that Glenn and I. There's a very high probability we'll never be billionaires. It's because we're not getting any government funding, right? Yeah. There's a very high probability that a Chucky Schumer at seventy million, he's got a chance. He's got a chance. He's got a. He could he could throw that ball over the 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 uh, the the, the uh, you know the the line and, and make some real real money. I mean, you know, he's talking. You know, you get another few doubles out of that, and you're a half a billionaire. You and Glenn may have blown that opportunity for 25 years on the radio. That may yeah. have gone away. I no, don't you're know not going to get government money now. Even yeah. locally here, yeah. Western New York. Yeah. Look at all the left wing liberal uh, yeah. groups that just have businesses that are miserable failures, and see yeah. how they've gotten ten thousand dollars from Erie County and yeah. twenty thousand. Yeah, stuff. But then, up. but then they give us crap about PPP loans, right? Because yeah. we actually employ people and keep people employed. Yeah. Um, don't forget about our podcasts, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, all on financialguysmedia.com. Mike, you and Glenn on Wednesdays, Mike Hayflick and I on Tuesdays, and me doing some interviews on Thursdays. Again, financialguysmedia.com. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Yeah. Uh, before we take a break here, I just want to introduce Mike Shaver. Mike is our certified college planning expert, also a certified financial planner, so I think that makes you really, really <laughs> smart, because you got all these certifications, but you know, Mike, real quickly, just maybe a fifty thousand foot overview on what the college planning department is. I, I always say we don't talk enough about it. We've helped a lot of people. You know, you sat down. You actually did me a favor and just sat down with a friend of mine's son a few weeks ago, just to just to really talk about direction and you know what to look for and all that stuff. But I don't. What does a certified college planning expert do? Well, I'd say the biggest thing is try to convince our clients to. to Plan for college early in yeah. the process, right? So when it comes to, obviously, investing, if you have a newborn, sure, the parents are going to turn to me and the grandparents will turn to me and want to invest for their future. But I'm referring to the application process. Yeah. You really want to start that preferably before high school. Really? Oh, absolutely. Because in high school, there's things you can do that will actually help in the college planning process. Wow. Like, so- for example, the AP courses. Okay, so, uh, and tell me about that AP courses. I mean, you guys have, uh, uh, I mean, you can sort of direct them into, here's maybe the time frame of what this stuff should should go, you sure. know, happen. And, and I, I know there's things like FOSFA forms and all that stuff you've got to do, right? right? What's the timing of all that? Yeah, well, when it comes to, um, obviously, rising seniors, it'll be this fall, Yeah. right? So this fall, you have the, um, 
the FAFSA. That's normally October 1st, but the Department of Education is believed they're not going to have it available to start to complete it until November 1st. Uh, so, so it sounds a lot like Medicare. Yeah. Like, this is really, really important, but we're going to put timeframes on it and sort of rush you to do yeah. stuff at the last minute. So we know the data needs to be done. We just can't get it done by the <laughs> Yeah, so the Department of Labor is um, revamping the FAFSA website to make it less questions. Yeah. So I definitely help parents do that, um, but it might be November 1st. Yeah. Now, I know college enrollment is down across the country. Is that a good thing, maybe, so kids could maybe have a little bit more negotiation with some of these schools, do you think? A hundred percent. Wow, okay. Yeah, and that's actually something I, I help parents with, too, is is we actually have some strategic partners that I work with as far as how to negotiate, how to pit one college across or university across another university. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I know we're not going to, we don't have dates yet, I don't think, but in the future here, going into maybe the rest of the summer and into fall, I would say go to our website because we're going to have some upcoming maybe workshops and stuff like that, That's right? Correct. The, the college summer um, workshop is Monday, July 31st. Oh, we do have a date. Okay, yeah, good. Monday, okay. July 31st, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday through August 3rd. And it's going to be myself and the strategic partners that will help with SAT, ACT, also college entrance um, essay planning. Wow. All big stuff, by the way. 833-FIN-GUYS. And if you're out in Rochester, we can help. If you're here locally, look at, do not, you know, be proactive as you possibly can. Now, we're saying, you know, Mike was saying, try to start before, you know, try to start as a fresh freshman. But look at, if you're a senior, it's not too late to do something. It's a lot like investment planning, right? We're like, okay, yeah, maybe you didn't start at the age of 20, maybe, which we all would have liked to. But, you know, you're 30 now, you're 50. It doesn't matter. Start something. Same is true with college planning. If I could also just give a quick plug to saving. You know, one of the mistakes I see a lot of people make over the last, I mean, almost 30 years. You and I have been doing this a long time. Mike's got a little bit of catching up to do. But 30 years, you know, a lot of people buy bonds for their kids, you know, and they do it with all the best intentions. Like grandma says, I'm going to buy this bond. And we find out the bond's been locked in at 2% for 30 years or 20 years and think, oh man, the market went up and down and all that stuff. But if you had earned 6 or 7 or 8% on that money, look at what it would have done. So don't just go out and start a college plan. Not saying a bond is not right for you because sometimes that's people's risk tolerance but you know um, when it comes to setting up these 529s and stuff like that reach out to a certified college planning expert and get you know and put together a plan that's the key 833 fin guys we can help but i need a quick question for mike. no i was gonna say mike i think the biggest thing too and I, I know this from just friends and family that went through college in the last decade or so is that you, you don't know what you're doing when you're applying. You don't know what you to apply for. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we and, always say that. About, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So. And not to mention, half these kids, and I'm going to say half, I'm making this stat up, so don't quote me on it, but go to college, you don't know what they want to go to college for. So you're just you're setting yourself up for just wasting money if you're not going to actually use your degree. And I think to your point about planning, think about your major. Think about different uh, scholarships or FAFSA stuff that you can do, and I don't think people actually do that. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a certified expert. It's a big deal. Not not a lot of certified experts in college planning, and I'll tell you that's uh, you know when we looked at adding on to our department and try. We've always said you know we've got we've been very blessed with the radio show. To radio show has helped us get clients. Obviously, you can't have a financial firm without clients. But equally as important, we've been able to add on different strategic relationships. Whether it's uh, certified uh, social security experts, certified estate planning experts. When we looked at developing our college planning department, I couldn't find one. I could not find a certified 
certified, but certified college planning expert. There's some folks out there that said they were college experts, but not certified. You're a certified financial planner, certified college planning expert. So we did it from within, and you went back as a CFP. You went back to get the certifications in college planning and to be certified. 833-FIN-GUYS if you need this guy's help. Mike Shaver, certified college planning expert. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. Mike. Appreciate it, buddy. You, you said something, Mike, about um, you can't be a financial planning expert without clients, unless you're Paul Pelosi, because he's made a very good living on the stock market without having any clients, Mike, by just, just yeah, well, investing this, in whatever he feels like. It's a like different it. animal. They're yeah. worth 270 by the way, so yeah, they make yeah. Chuck E. Schumer look poor. Yeah. Two, $270 million bucks, where the Schumer family's only worth 70 so. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah, God business bless them. is good, man. Yeah. Business is good. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm stressing out every day and, and, and working my tail off, and maybe I should just again. Yeah, you got to figure the voting out that, that formula where you yeah. can make a hundred or $200,000 and somehow still walk away yeah. with hundreds of millions of dollars. Pretty amazing. I'll go to the election board and change my, uh, my Pretty status. amazing. Pretty amazing. That's what you need to do. You need yeah. to change your status as a Democrat. Yeah. You need to pretend that you're going to help the poor even though yeah. you've never have. A Newsom, his, his promise in running for, uh, for office 10 years ago was, I will end homelessness in the state of Florida. Not only did he not end homelessness, one out of every three people now are homeless live in the state of California. He's made it a twice the disaster just in the last 10 years. He may have stopped it in his neighborhood, to give him credit. He may have stopped homelessness right in his neighborhood. I don't know if he stopped it in California, because there's a lot of homeless guys. It's a disaster. I mean, California is a real total train wreck. That will be another state at some point that we're going to see go bankrupt. Oh, it has to. It yeah. has to. And I know we're coming up against a quick break. I will tease this for the final time, and I promise I will give you the 20 names, the Republican names who voted to not censure and fine Adam Schiff. Again, no surprise here. Two of them were New Yorkers, of course. Uh, folks, you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN, guys. Whole another hour to go. We'll be right back. The following program has been pre-recorded and is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. We are the financial guys, the place where politics meets money. With local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle. This guy clearly looks like a dude. And Mike Lomas. The New York Times defending him. They said he was a stroke of genius. It's the Financial Guys radio program. As soon as some liberal who's sitting in his underwear eating Pop-Tarts in mom's basement goes, I don't like that show. And they hired him just because he dressed up like a girl. Live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Hour number two, getting rolling here, Mike. A lot to get to. Uh, I do want to talk about the, the Brandon Tatum video that you mentioned before because we're, we're on the topic of, of politicians and the media being the most racist people in America. And I, I want to, before I go to that, the view... They claim race about everything. Joy Reid's another one that claims race about everything. Joy Reid has her own TV show on MSNBC. She's African-American. Okay? Yeah. And Joy Reid, 40% <laughs> right. of the hosts are African-American. That's so right. where where is this inherent racism that we speak of in this yeah. country? The, the Barack Obama was elected twice as the yeah, president. By, by white people. Yeah. yeah so Tim, Tim Scott, it just he, he was an accident, according to The View. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Because he's black, he was an accident. Nobody else can make it, just Tim no. Scott. Yeah. Right? Tim Scott was came from a poor family, worked yeah. his way up, the American yeah. dream, right? Yeah. And it, 
is is now running for president. Yeah. Right? Whether he wins or not, who knows? Yeah. But I'll tell you what, he's he's been an elected official. He's got a huge backing. He's probably, if he's not going to be, if he doesn't win the seat to be the potential Republican candidate, he is probably going to be a vice presidential candidate. and Or in the cabinet or something. Which, right. which by the way, happens a lot. So yeah. if he doesn't win, it's not because he's black. It's because he just didn't have enough experience. And what happens is... You know, maybe a DeSantis does take the ticket. I would not be shocked at all if he's the vice presidential candidate. He'd be a great ticket. And if we had eight years of DeSantis followed by eight years of Scott, we could maybe actually fix this country a little bit. Get and, something and, done. You know, turn turn uh, turn the country into Florida. Oh no, yeah, freedom. No, yeah. oh no, fifty year low in crime and ninety yeah. year low in then Miami crime yeah. rates. So I'll take that all day. And we'll talk a little bit later about obviously DeSantis and Tim Scott this week Play, getting in the run. Playing the race card, by the way. Now yeah. they're saying, oh. Well, if you're a liberal, you can't go to uh, the Florida. What a crock of garbage. I mean, you, you're disgusting, right? I actually thought, Mike, it was a Babylon Bee video. Yeah. I really did. Like, I thought it was satire when yeah, I yeah. read it. I'm like, there's no way this is real. Yeah, no. They, and then, they, you know, Florida's doing well. Yeah. You know, everybody's getting along down there and the crime rates are down, yeah. you know. Oh, well, cueing the racism. Yeah. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> and then I don't know if you saw before we get into Brandon Tatum, then Rick Scott. Did you see what he tweeted yesterday, Mike? No. Uh, Florida Powell. Rick Scott issued a travel advisory for oh. socialists visiting Florida. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Very smart. Yeah, did, now, did they come in with like a carrying card or something? Like, oh, look <laughs> yeah. at the socialists yeah. coming in, yeah. right? Yeah. There should be a warning, by the way, for, for uh, conservatives, though, in New York. Like, we are going to take every ounce of energy and money that you have and then spit you out and ask for more. Right. Well, we did have a sign of who you were for a while. The people that would, you know, wear three masks or the face shield. We knew we were like, okay, we know who that guy voted for. Yeah, that's right. Um, but we don't have that anymore, sadly. So now we have to pick and choose. But we can look at the color of the hair generally, or you know, if you still live with your parents at age forty, we can usually <laughs> find things out. All right, Brandon Tatum. Um, I'll play this, Mike. Let me know when you want me to stop it. But this is pretty good, start to finish. About the same things we're talking about. With Brandon nails it. Nails yep. it. A privilege. I think that's the most racist concept I've ever heard in my life. Because as a black man, you're telling me that you're better than me. That's what I hear. Yep. Because I ask anybody, wait till we go to Q&A, somebody going to disagree with me. What benefits do you have that I don't have? That's they got to right. get racist after that. Well, I can go to school. Well, you think I'm not as smart as you? Think I can't make a 4.0 GPA? You, you think I can't do that? I think you can. You racist. That's what you are. Oh, you can't get a job like me. Oh, you think I'm not qualified like you are? You think I don't have the hustle, I don't have the grind to get a job? Are you crazy? Black people can't vote because they don't have IDs. <laughs> you think I'm dumb enough not to have an ID? You are racist. Good for you. They all, that's what they say. That's right. Well, you can't get pulled over by police. Put that up. You think I who who is that? Who who is they? Who says that? Right? It's the Democrat Party who says that. It's not the Republican Party, right? Mike Glenn, Mike Sparaza, we're all saying, you know what? It doesn't matter the color of your skin. I think you can actually go get an ID and prove who you are, and I think you deserve that. I think this guy deserves that. I think he gets to de- he deserves to know his his vote counted, that it mattered, and that it was him. That's what I think. And I'll say this before we continue, too, Mike. Uh, you've been a, a business owner longer than I have, but I've been one long enough now to know. If I sit down and do five interviews, I really don't care the color of your skin. 
you know, anything other than can you make my business better? Better. That's right. That's all I look at. That's right. The are color you of your skin, the gender, candidate? whatever. No. I want to know: Are you going to help be a great team member to your other teammates, and are you going to help this business grow? Yep. That's all I care about. That's right. That's exactly it's right. Pretty this simple. Guy's spot on, by the way. And we need more folks to step up like this. Ridiculous. They all. That's what they say. Well, you can't get pulled over by police. You think I don't know how to act and behave myself and conduct myself? You think I can't start a business? I own a few businesses. You think, you think when I fill out that application to do that business or have my attorneys do, build one of my businesses, my energy drink company, you think they said, well, he's black. Well, he can't, we can't <laughs> represent him. No, it's, it's all bull crap, man. Yeah, that's exactly Don't right. fall for it. Don't fall don't for it. Don't fall for it. It's all designed to make us hate each other. That's exactly right. He is spot on, man. 1,000% nailed it. Nailed it. Stepped up to the plate, nailed it. And it's pretty simple and common sense, right? It's really common sense. Like, wait a minute. You think this guy's not smart? He he, he owns multiple businesses. Yep. You don't think he's smart enough to yep. go get an ID? I think he is. Here's the sad part, though. And this is the really, really sad part. Don't fall for it, he says. The problem is is oh, that white falling. people and black people are falling for That's it right. all over the country, right? And I say white people because white people are listening to the same things that the black people are listening to. We're all one country. We're all hearing the same things. Yep. You are. We are falling for it, right? Yep. We have many people out there, black, white, Hispanic, it doesn't matter, that are out there saying, I'll never be anything because my parents weren't rich. Yeah. Listen be- to the view. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Tim Scott, he just got lucky. He got lucky. Yeah. Right. As, as she's sitting next to, as they're sitting Next to Whoopi Goldberg, Does she yeah. get lucky too? Yeah, yeah. right. Is, is she not smart enough to go get an ID? I think she is. Uh, is she smart enough to smart enough to do a TV show? I think she's smart enough to, to build a business. Right. Sad. Well, but the, sad. The, the problem with the the successful, but you look at Colin Kaepernick, Mike. His excuse would be, "Well, yeah, I'm just a slave of the NFL." Okay, Colin. Well, you, you've made millions, tens yeah. of millions yeah. of dollars playing football. Yeah, I'll take that. So, so if you don't want it, <laughs> I'll take you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that would quote love to be a slave of the NFL because right. that's right. not how they're looking at you. There's tons of kids that look at you as a yeah. god. Yeah. They would do anything to be in your position. Anything to even have a, a little a, a one seventeenth hundredth of a shot yeah. at, at being in your position, right? Sad. I yeah. get excited to step on the Bills field like as like a guest of the Bills or a guest of like, you used to be able to do that with season tickets. They'd take yeah. you on the field. I'm like, wow, I'm cool. Yeah. Like, Imagine now you're playing quarterback. No. Quarterback Unreal. in the NFL. Unreal. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're a, you're a hero in in many people's eyes, adults, kids, and the fact that you say, "Well, I couldn't get ahead because of my race. They were sla- yeah. I was a slave." Well, guess what? Then don't do it. Nobody pulled you in there. Uh, you know, nobody hand tied your hands and legs and yeah. said you're playing quarterback today. Yeah. You could have very easily gone on and done something else. Which, by the way, I think you're smart enough to do. Yeah. You could have gone to college and yeah. you did go to college. Yeah. You could have left and said, "You know what? I don't want to be a slave to the NFL. I'm going to start my own business." Yep. Like that gentleman started his own energy drink company. Yep. You could have done that. Now you decided not to. You decided to take millions of dollars, and then when the when the league said you're not good enough, you wanted to whine and cry and yep. still be right. uh, still be a thought, and right. that's what happened. Right. 
And um, yeah, I, I didn't know that slaves made tens of millions of dollars. Either. That was news to me. <laughs> Unreal. Right, and got health care and other benefits of being, yeah, yeah. Millions of dollars getting yeah. to play a game that yeah. you absolutely love. And most yeah. people, uh, lots of people still play for free, yeah. right? For free. And and many kids did. We all did as kids. And you, when you were playing in the Super Bowl, why didn't you stop playing then? Yeah. Oh, because you were a starter in the NFL and, and, and you were yeah, still. Well, it wasn't good. a problem when he yeah. was a starter. Yeah. When he wasn't a yeah. starter and he was yeah. irrelevant, yeah. he needed to be relevant again. Yeah, going to a quick break, folks. We will come back with probably some more view uh, because they are great. I do want to talk, Mike, a little bit later with you about the Ron DeSantis uh, entrance into the race, and then talk a little bit about what the next eighteen months is going to be like. Because it's going to be crazy, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I, I look at. I, we don't think we got great yeah. candidates. So yeah. I'm excited about it, man. We've yeah. got uh, uh, Trump, DeSantis, Scott. I mean, these are some big names. Yeah. Nikki Haley. These are some good names and some good people. They are a bunch of the group that I would say, hey, they've been fighting for us man yep. you know so yep. i'm 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 excited i think it's going to be great and i i think we're going to end up with hopefully the right candidate at the end that can take out the alzheimer patients uh, yeah you would hope so folks we'll be right back don't turn that dial follow the financial guys on social media so easy even a liberal can do it all righty welcome back mike Sparaza, mike lomas in studio today financial guys radio show on the financial guys media network Mike, I want to go back to the view because they were on fire the other day. Um, just, just every comment was more racist than next with these these ladies. Um, this is Joy Behar, a white woman, by the way, now telling African American people that they don't know what it feels like to be black in America. So let me go with here first. <laughs> Guys, who you know, he's like Clarence Thomas, black Republican who believes in pulling yourself by your bootstraps. Wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. To me, he believes in pulling yourself by your bootstraps. So. Somehow, that's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. We didn't even get five yeah. seconds yeah. into that, right? Right off the bat. Somehow, in America, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is a bad thing. She also didn't forget to say, they're Republican, of but course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. again, thanks, Joy. So yeah. it has nothing to do with their skin color. It's just yeah. who they I, vote for. I mean, look, okay. look, truth there, yeah. there is more, way more Republicans that believe you should pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah. than the Democrats who are waiting for somebody else to pull themselves, pull them up by their bootstraps. The money tree. All right, here you go. Understanding the systemic racism that African Americans face in this country and other minorities, he doesn't get it. Neither does uh, Clarence. Right, and they that's don't get why it. they're Republicans. Yeah, that's why they're Republicans. <laughs> they don't get it. I they know. don't get it. They're they're not really black. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't get it. And then the worst, the crowd laughs. Like yeah. they think that's funny. Okay, right. and what a, what a mental illness. Can you imagine? Uh, the, Tim Scott doesn't know what it's like to be black. I think he does. I think he does. I think he knows exactly the color of his skin. And you know what he did? He refused to listen to people like Joe Behar that said, you can't get ahead in life because of the color of your skin. You know what he said? I can get ahead because I'm going to work hard, because I'm going to get smarter, meaning I'm going to study, I'm going to learn, I'm going to educate myself, and I'm not going to listen to you. And by not listening to Joe Behar and the other left-wing lunatics, he's now a very successful candidate for president. And we may have our second black president, because we've had one before, by the way, who said the America was racist and everybody hated him as white people voted him in. We had an African-American president that was voted for two terms, by mm. the way. 
after after he had a career in Congress, that's right? right? So that's right. And you look at look Byron and, Donalds, and now he's gone on somehow to successfully be a, a capitalist. He's a conservative yes. capitalist because yes. number one, he doesn't pay any extra taxes. Yep. I've, I've, the Obama tax returns, as far as I know, he's not writing in extra checks. No, he does like money because they're worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. His daughters went to good um, schools too. Yeah, yeah. Told, yeah. told us that yeah. nobody with yeah. two kids needs more than a two yeah. or three bedroom house, yeah. as he's now has three of them, yep. one of them with six or seven bedrooms, yep. on a waterfront that we were told would be underwater at this point because we were destroying the world and the environment and uh, the sea levels were going to rise. Uh, apparently not by his house, though. I've interviewed Apparently Mike. just our office down in Florida will be underwater, but yes, the, yes. Not, not the one, not, not his ocean $11 million mansion. That Glo- one will be just fine. Global warming, baby. Um, the, the I've interviewed Mike for Turning Point USA contributor Joe Bob. He's a comedian, but he's also a political contributor for Turning Point. He he does he does this great bit on he does this great bit on uh, on Hunter Biden, and he says, you know, Hunter Biden. He's a, he's he starts with saying, "We need another Biden in the White yes, House." Yes, I saw that. And, and he talks hilarious. about Hunter Biden. I mean, if uh, you didn't know, Hunter Biden's one of the most su- wildly successful humans in history. In history, and he did it all on crack. Yeah, I, <laughs> with hookers. I mean, <laughs> you, could you imagine what he would have accomplished sober? Yeah, I mean, God bless him. Um, we we are we are much dumber than he is. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he's he's in all different countries too. It's not just here in America. Oh, yeah. He's a hedge fund manager. Yeah. Somehow, somehow. Now we've been in the business for thirty years. Yeah. We've got chartered financial analysts on our team. Uh, one of them, by the way, is a, is literally on CNBC every week, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we we manage about a billion dollars. You know, uh, between the two RAAs, we're over a billion dollars. Yeah. And if you combine this some of the other money, so it, it, good. Thirty years worth of working yeah. a team of of chartered financial analysts. Uh, somehow, with no experience. He was able to get a billion dollars uh, from China yeah. to invest in his hedge fund. Pretty amazing. Pretty I don't think amazing. you can afford fifty thousand dollar rent. No, I don't think so. Right? No. I think I, you you can't afford. You or Glenn can't afford that. Right? No. Fifty thousand dollar rent to I your mean, look at he has somehow yeah. uh, uh, somehow he was able. I mean, pretty remarkable by the way. Yeah. Look again, being in that business, like yeah. uh, they would they didn't give us a billion dollars, and yeah. we've been in the business for thirty years. <laughs> right? Thirty years. <laughs> yeah. Thirty years. Yeah. Consultants, uh, uh, lead portfolio managers. One of our lead portfolio managers was the largest portfolio manager in the world at one point. Yeah. Right? Paul Meeks literally managed a, a tech fund for Merrill Lynch in the nineties. And China's not giving us not even a dollar. No. Not even a buck. No. Somehow, without any experience, he got a billion dollars. And somehow, the mainstream media is such dirtbags, they won't even look at this. Yeah, and it's worth, it's worth having that you know, conversation at some point. And Mike, I think, I think a big problem is, is that, you know, and I'm not one of these people, I don't want to keep indicting everybody that we don't like. That is not a good precedent to set. No, you never do that. You never you do, that, do that, right? No, that's, well, that's what they're doing with Trump, right? right. They're saying, right. Well, we're going to find something that will fit you. We don't care if it's true or not. We'll find some nutwing liberal left-wing girl who says he raped me 75 years ago. In a department store. And doesn't remember it, right? <laughs> yeah. Who happened to be a huge fan of The Apprentice Show, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's exactly what I would be a fan. Yeah. Somebody raped me, and I would be a huge fan of their show. Right. You know, twenty years later. Right. Right. In, in a department store, by the way. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> right, right. In the bathroom in the department store when the guy owns a multi-billion-dollar building next door, <laughs> um, or business and building next door. So yeah. fine. But but I think I think at some point though, and again, I'm not one to say let's just start investigating everybody. But at some point, when when is the DOJ or the FBI going to just put maybe maybe 
dot two eyes on Hunter Biden or, or cross two T's well, you, on the Hunter Biden. You don't thing. investigate anybody, but but if fifty thousand dollars is going up to pay somebody for a house that's worth three thousand dollars that a month, that's what your job is, right? <laughs> if people set up multiple shell companies, he he's got something like there's there's you know we we came up with this Patriot Act and we've got red flags right yep. that come up that say okay you are a possibility that you're doing something illegal um, with money, right? Yep. And we see that in our industry. If we get that, we have to report it, right? This doesn't make sense. So if you came in and you said, I want to deposit money in this account and take it out and then move it over to this account and move it over to that account, that would be a red flag. He's yeah. doing something that is suspicious. Not saying he's doing something illegal, yeah. but that's something suspicious. Hunter Biden has something like a hundred of those red flags. Yep. On it. So if, if, if somebody came into our office with two, that would be a huge alert. It's happened one time, I think, in 30 years or something like that. But, but, the, um, but, but he, it's just amazing that and, and nobody looks into this. Nobody cares, right? That that should be one hundred percent looked into and investigated. He's got shell companies. He's got no experience. If the if the SEC said you got a billion dollars from China with no experience, they'd be asking a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah, you know what else Nothing. they ask you on your side, Mike, to do a financial account is identification. They also ask for for you, absolutely, um, to make sure that you know who the hell somebody is every time. But we don't do every that for every time. Got to be able to prove who you are. Yep. Folks, text us, 716-817-0716. Let us know. We're going to talk in the next segment about the, the upcoming you know, uh, 18 months of presidential campaigning. Um, you know, The Republican Party is now stacked. The Democratic Party actually has someone that's worth listening to in, in Robert Kennedy, but they won't let him talk in public. Um, they will not debate. Joe Biden said he's not debating and doing any debates. No, doesn't Shocker. need to. Doesn't need Shocker. to. Absolutely does not need to. Um, you know, So that's something I want to talk, Mike, about, about the real race, what we think, and then mm-hmm. people. If you want to text in, folks, again, 716-817-0716. Mike, you want to plug Hayflick Social Security event one more time? Absolutely. June 5th. Look, if you're thinking about retiring, you have to understand Social Security. This is your money, folks. We have certified Social Security claiming strategists, experts, that can help you with optimizing your Social Security and understanding it. We have two workshops coming up, June 5th, the uh, 3 o'clock and a 6 o'clock session. That's Monday, June 5th. So it's Monday. It's a slow day anyway. So... Uh, uh, understand your social security understand your options for those of you in Rochester, Batavia, out in the outskirts you're welcome to come into our Williamsville office 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 833-FIN-GUYS 833-FIN-GUYS to register folks, 30 minutes left we will be right back you're listening to the Financial Guys Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty. Back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in for... Well, I'm, I'm in today for Glenn Wiggle. Uh, you are always here, Mike, so you're, you're not in for Glenn today. I but don't know. I am, I am here for... You're here a lot now. I am here a lot now. I am here a lot. That is true. That is true. Um, so I, I do want to talk a little bit about, as we teased, you know, the, the 2024 race. Let's start with the Republican Party. I think, as you've said a couple times this show, there are some really good candidates there. And I think yeah. there's... There's four or five, and if you want to include, Glenn has been saying this a lot, that Vivek Ramaswamy's platform is great. Can he actually make some noise? I don't know. But his platform is great. A young guy, a man of color, which the view wouldn't believe that he could be running for president, but he is. Yeah. Well, Um, he's just an anomaly. He's just, it's an accident. Yeah. 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 He's the exception to the rule. He's the exception to the rule. Yeah. 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 Um, But, but I mean, again, five already pretty good candidates on the Republican side. I, I still do firmly believe, my opinion, not, 
maybe yours or Glenn's, but my opinion is it is a two-horse race. No matter how we slice it, I believe truly it is Donald Trump versus Ron DeSantis. Uh, I don't know about that. There's yeah. a lot of time left. You know, just yeah. It's yeah. funny because watching this for so many years and talking about it on the yeah. radio, and I used to say, this is what I think is going to happen. Yeah. And a lot like the stock market, whatever you think is going to happen, the opposite is going to mm-hmm. happen sometimes, right? So you've just got to be, in a, in a sense, prepared for that. And in investing, we prepare by diversifying and then making subtle moves along the way to take advantage of things, right? Yeah. So I hear people say, oh, I think the stock market's going to go up or down tomorrow. And I'm like, well, look at what we want to do is put together a plan where if it goes up, we sort of take advantage of it and maybe take some profits off the table. If it goes down, we put our wish list together and try to buy the stuff that we think we can take advantage of. In, in politics, the same way, right? Like to say, you know, uh, a Tim Scott is out of it. There's no way. I mean, we, there's so much time left. Yeah. I will say... Um, I, you know, Trump did a lot of things really well. Yep. One of the things I loved about Trump, we talked about this, was he was very, very proactive and passionate about securing our border. Mm-hmm. And I think no matter where you are in the world, in the country, if you don't have a safe place to do business economic activity ceases to exist. Mm-hmm. And I'll use the city of Buffalo as an example. This, the east side of Buffalo, East Buffalo, if they call it now, right? There's not a lot of economic activity going on down there. Yep. And you know why? Only one reason. It's because it's not safe. Yep. It's not because it's not cost effective. You know, if mm-hmm. we own a widget factory, we would mm-hmm. be way better off financially mm-hmm. by buying that piece of property in the east side of Buffalo and setting yep. up our factory there. Yep. Well, why don't we do it? Financial guys, why didn't we buy our office? So why did we buy it in Amherst as opposed to the east east side of Buffalo? Well, we did it because I didn't feel like my employees were going to be safe there, right? I didn't think or our your clients would be safe there or our clients, yep. right? Same is true if you don't protect our border and we have drug addicts coming over and continuing to destroy some of our cities and our suburbs with their fentanyl and Mm -hmm. killing our kids, that's just not good. And so Donald Trump did a great job of that. I think he did an awful job with COVID, an awful job with COVID. And I'm not looking in the rearview mirror and saying that. Uh, You can go back to our radio shows. We were very critical of the way he handled COVID from Fauci. Uh, and by the way, I'm not saying he shouldn't have had Fauci up there. I've said this time and time again. He should have Fauci on one side and the 300 COVID doctors that were actually telling the truth about COVID on the other side. Or even one. And the American people could have been able to say, okay, I can take all this stuff and I can make an educated decision on what I think I should do. Yep. He didn't do any of that. He also was responsible for massive amounts of PPP money that got mm-hmm. put into the system. And I can tell you that there's some businesses that needed the PPP money uh, because they were shut down. There's other businesses that got millions and millions and millions of dollars and didn't need the money, right? And the argument from a lot of business owners, which I get, is wait a minute. I, I'm in. Let's say you're a mask making company. Yep. Okay, a mask making yep. company. There's no better. There's no better business to be in yep. than the mask making business, right? Yep. But I'm a mask making company. And you're a mask-making company. You take the $2 million that they give you, and I don't. Well, what does that allow you to do? That allows you to sell masks at a cheaper price, right? So now my masks aren't selling because you've got the $2 million, and you've put that in to offset your cost, and I didn't do that. And so now I'm sitting with a warehouse full of masks because you sold the masks and I didn't, right? And that's where they put you in a very, very difficult spot. They put many business owners in a difficult spot, and I get it. And, And here's the other thing. Wait a minute. I've been paying all these taxes for years. He took the money. She took the money. Why don't I take the money, right? 
the fact of the matter is massive amounts of money were pumped into the system, yep. including paying people $900 a week to stay at home when they were making $100, $200, $500. I mean, you had part-time college students yep. that were working at movie theaters making 100 bucks a week, now collecting 900 bucks. And then we said, wait a minute, we got massive amounts of inflation, and this is Joe Biden's fault. Look at it wasn't Joe Biden's fault. Yeah. yeah, there are things that Joe did to contribute to that, and certainly not help us. One of them was uh, um, con- controlling the uh, the fuel supply, the oil supply, and not getting you know fuel prices down to a buck a gallon. That's his fault. Yeah, but the massive amounts of of money that was pumped in, and just the way we handled COVID was was not good. The other thing was disappointing, in my opinion, was he was going to drain the swamp. And if you want to drain the swamp, the way to drain the swamp is to get rid of the alligators. Yep. It's not to like sort to contain them in one yep. side of the pond yep. because yep. it's going to rain and they're going to get back over into the other side of the pond. It's to say, Department of Energy, gone. Department of Education, gone. We're going to defund all this stuff. And his first two years, they could have done that. I, In my opinion, I think DeSantis would be the most qualified candidate to do that. And I say that because I look at what he did in the state of Florida, including actually removing yep. some of these left-wing radical judges, and I'd love to see eight years of that. But I'd be happy with all three, to be honest with yep. you. Uh, the other thing I really liked about Trump is I love the fact that he tells me what he's thinking. Every There's so many Republicans that say, oh, he's got to shut his mouth. No, why? But you know who does that? Democrats. They yep. shut their mouth. They lie to us. Yep. They tell us they're going to be more moderate, and then they get in there to left-wing lunatics. Yep. No, I, I think I think it's going to be interesting, and, and you are right with the point that there's a lot of time left. Obviously, there, there's reports now coming out that the Biden Department of Justice is going to indict Trump over the Mar-a-Lago investigation. So here we go again. Um, but but it's it's just fine over the Mar-a-Lago the records that he had. Yeah. just fine by the way that uh, Alzheimer patient Joe had him uh, uh, yeah. boxes stacked up uh, yeah. around his Corvette. By the way, not not secured. By not the way, secured. yeah, no. like like Trump and Mar-a-Lago. What but a joke! It's a joke. Um, but, but, you know, I think Mike, and I'm going to ask you this cause you've been around this, this arena longer than I have. Not that I'm sitting here saying that polls are everything 18 months prior. Cause obviously look at the Hillary versus Trump polls were wrong all along. Right. Yeah. But there is such a gap right now. And I know DeSantis just put his hat in the ring yesterday, but we all knew he was running. This wasn't news, right? Yeah. Where like a Tim Scott was, well, would he? Maybe. We'll see. Ron DeSantis, we've known for six months, was going to run. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the polls in certain, certain polls, certain states? I mean, Trump is up 40 points uh, in certain places. Yeah, I think Republicans are backing Trump, and, and partially rightfully so, because they yep. know that this witch hunt is awful. Mm-hmm. And they know that, you know, to our point with Mar-a-Lago, they know that this... This woman that they just happened to find 30 years later that got, quote, yeah. uh, uh, touched in a, in a department yeah. store. Anybody with a brain knows that that's garbage, right? right? Totally knows that that's garbage. And I think the party is stepping up and some of the backers are stepping up and saying, we're going to have his back. Which yep. is, you know, I get. Yeah, so. and I, I think, you know, and I, I think uh, me as a voter, like, I, and I, I always stress this because there's a lot, and I see this on Twitter all the time. There's the former Donald Trump people that are now 100 percent on Ron DeSantis and hate Donald Trump. I'm going to use Bill yeah. Mitchell as an example. And I think that's wrong, by the way. I yes, think, I think for a long time we as Republicans have wanted good candidates, and we've got good candidates. So exactly. Let's use our brain and think this through. And by the way, be happy that we've got these candidates. I hear people say, "Oh my gosh, they're going to divide and all that stuff." Well, that's what it's all about. 
about. It's all right. about trying to find the best candidate. Yep. And if you're going to give me three options or five options worth of ice cream as opposed to one, I want the five. Yep. You're starting <laughs> to sound like Joe Biden, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'll, walk, I'll walk out of this, yeah. this studio with uh, not knowing where the where the door is. Yeah, yeah you'll go outside. I'll have to follow Mocha, the dog yeah. that I bring here. Mo, Mo, Mo will get me out of here. I mean, you know, and I, I will say, I mean, I, I think... I, I agree with you. Like I, I am not anti Ron DeSantis, right? I, I am. If Ron DeSantis is the candidate, unless something outrageous came out, yeah, I'm voting for Ron DeSantis. If yeah. Tim Scott's the candidate again, unless something outrageous comes out, I am voting for Tim Scott. Yeah, uh, you, you Republicans that are on this like hate DeSantis, hate Trump train, I, I really don't understand it. Because to your point, do you want to win or do you want to get slaughtered? Yeah, well, I, I think you know, and I think what the Republican Party has lost is they get involved in some of this garbage of trying to play politics, and and yeah. they didn't learn from Donald Trump. Well, you know, Donald Trump showed you the way to win, and that is the mainstream media is going to lie about you. The mainstream media, in some cases, will ignore you. So if you are not out in front, and and, and I don't want to say... Uh, I, I, you, you've got to you've got to attack the issues and go after the very people that are attacking yep. you. You can't be afraid of them. I said that with Lee Zeldin. I thought yep. Lee was a great candidate. I mean, he's a great guy. I met him yep. a few times. Yep. Had had dinner with him a few times. We yep. we won an award together. I mean, it was yep. it was cool. Great, an, an amazing yep. candidate. But he should have been on the View. Call yep. the View. Yeah, if, I agree. if you really want to debate those people, if you yep. really want, because guess what? They can't ignore you if you're out in front of that, right? Yep. Um, you know when uh, when uh, Kathy Hochul's doing a press conference, yep. set up a set up a right out front, yep. right out front of the press conference, yep. set up. For, so the media has to not ignore you, right? And Trump has, was awesome at that, right? From day one, the day he said, you know, I'm not going to back down from you. I mean, CNN finally had ratings a few weeks ago. You were at that <laughs> town hall. You were invited hall, yes. to the town hall yes. meeting. You know, for one day, yeah. they had ratings. You know why? Because yeah. Donald Trump was on there. Yep. And you know why? Because people want to watch him. Yep. Love him or hate him. They yep. wanted to watch him, right? And the, the rest of the Republican Party, that really needed to grow a backbone. And that's what he had. And that's why people love him. He's got a backbone. He's going to tell you exactly what he thinks. I love that. Tell me exactly what I think. Don't be afraid to tell me what you think. And go after some of these dirtbags like the Clintons. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, we're coming up against a break. I want to finish this conversation because I'm going to give my thoughts on what I I would tell Donald Trump if I ever meet him. Um, we have one segment left, folks. Again, text us in. Who, who do you want? Tell who do you to want? let us insure some of those buildings. Uh, that's we not can a bad shop, idea. We can shop over 25 companies <laughs> yeah. to save him money when it comes to his, his home and auto insurance and insuring his businesses. So use our team as a resource. Not a terrible idea. I will ask him that, too. Hey, give me one shot. At, I'll take a window of the building. I'll that's insure. right. 833 uh, Fin Guys, by the way, if we can help. Man, whether it's retirement planning or insuring your homes, your autos, your RVs, all of it and your businesses, helping lots of business owners, 833-FIN-GUYS. And I do have a success story on that, Mike, for one of our clients that our whole office has helped, which is awesome. Um, Folks, text us, who do you want for president on the Republican side? 716-817-817-0716. There we go. We'll be right back for the final segment. You're listening to The Financial Guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, folks. Welcome back. About 10 minutes to go here on the Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Don't forget, by the way, about our podcast, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, financialguysmedia.com, an app coming out soon, so stay tuned on that. Mike, and all of our departments in our office, before we plug Hayflix event again, I do want to tell a little story. I have a, a client that I've been working with for almost five years, um, owns a great business with numerous locations. 
She was looking to make a change potentially on her payroll, her health insurance, her 401k plan. She already works with us on the building insurance, the property insurance, the liability insurance. We referred her, uh, Alec actually in our office, referred her to payroll processing, our partners over there, Tracy and her team. Mm. We referred her to Brian Janik and his team, and we referred her to Charmaine and her team in our 401k department. She is now moving everything from a large payroll company to the financial guys in payroll processing. Saved her money. They do an awesome job. And local, too. I didn't mean to cut you up, but a local payroll company. A lot of times people get frustrated, like, oh, there's nobody to call. I don't know where they're local. It's awesome. And great people. So everything now has been moved over, and she can work with. Her fear was, well, I have one point person at the company I'm with, and and Brian Janik actually brought it up to where he said, well, here's the thing though, we have the experts in every. You'll have one point person for each item, but you'll actually get the person that's handling it, not some random person that's just overseeing it. And and that's what we have. You you guys have built a great business of a team of experts, people that they can go to to get what they need or knowledge that they need on certain things. So. Kudos to uh, our, our our health insurance team. Kudos to our four hundred one k team, and kudos to the payroll processing team. Yeah, and one last yeah. plug for the June fifth workshop. If you're l- uh, retiring, you need to think about Social Security, optimizing it, folks. It's your money. You'd be sick to know how much money they took taken out of your pockets over the last you know twenty, thirty, forty years to be able to uh, to fund your Social Security. That's your money. So learn how to optimize it. We have certified experts in place that can help. And we've got two workshops. Uh, June, they're both June fifth, three o'clock session and a six o'clock session. So that's a Monday, by the way. So you're not missing anything. It's not a Friday. It's not a Saturday. It's a Monday, uh, right in our Williamsville office. Love to see the folks out in the Rochester, Batavia area. Come on in, uh, June fifth, eight three three Fin Guys. If you'd like to register, eight three three Fin Guys. You can, by the way, leave your name and number today. I understand that you know it's Saturday, but leave your name and number, and we'll be back in touch to uh, make sure we reserve your seat. Eight three three Fin Guys and Financial Guys Media. Oh, excuse me, not Financial Guys Media. The Financial Guys com slash events too and you can also do that there um mike so i was going to say my advice to donald trump or ron DeSantis or tim scott would all be the same um donald trump said it though a lot of we need to drain the swamp and my advice to donald trump would truly be drain it yeah get rid of it he, he, clean it, it out had, fill it in and move on had he drained it he'd still be president yes had he, had he yes. drained it the first two years and draining yep. it means not like taking a little you know little corners up it means totally dismantling some of these departments that are absolutely worthless, like the Department of Education. And uh, um, and he didn't do that. And it, and it, and it caught up to him. Yep. It caught up to him. That swamp came right back. It's all the same creatures, by the way. Fauci, Pelosi, they all come back, right? And we cannot have things like the Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA. All We cannot have those organizations embedded in a single political party because yeah. that's dangerous. And oh. what's going on? I've said it this morning. Or, uh, excuse Look at me. what they're doing now. IRS is getting, no. oh, we're off of the Hunter case. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder if you'd be off yeah, of the Mike Lomas case if yeah. they were after yeah. me, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you off of the financial guys case? Or are you yeah. Good? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Um, you know, and I, I would say this too, Mike, what, what scares me is, is that we've seen this in the past, and I mentioned this on a podcast podcast this week with a guest, but we've seen this in the past where they actually try and plant like child porn on people's computers. Yeah, they got that, busted doing it. They got busted doing it. Like scary stuff, man. Yeah, like I, I, I really do. We we're very outspoken. We talk about a lot. We give our opinions out there. Like as much as I love doing this, Mike, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Like there is that fear that the FBI just shows up at your house one day and then they're like, "Oh, I'm going to take all your computers. I'm yeah. going to take all your 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 phones. I'm gonna, and, and we're yeah. going to go do an investigation similar to what they did with Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago raid." And we still don't have answers. Yeah. So what are they going to plan? 
Santer find on your uh, it's just scary. Yeah, scary. I, we know the IRS was used to target conservative organization yep. underneath Obama. Yeah. Very scary time. Right. Yep. It's a two tiered criminal justice system at this point, and that's sad. <laughs> the right? same day that Mike Taibbi or uh, Matt Taibbi was speaking to Congress about the Twitter files, they went to his house. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, what are the odds of that? Oh, it's just a coincidence. I'm sure it was. Pretty right? unreal. Yeah. Right? Mike, we got to talk to you quickly about the, uh, there's uh, 60,000 pounds of, uh, what was missing. that missing? What was it? Uh, missing. Well, expl- it could be used as, like, fertilizer, but it could be yeah. used as explosives. It's the yeah. same same one that Tim McVeigh used to take yeah. the Oklahoma bomber. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. A, a, a train leaves California, a yeah. bunch of miles later shows up with nothing in it, and nobody knows anything? Uh, not buying it, by the way. No. Again, it used to think these conspiracy people think people were nuts. After Epstein, I believe, uh, I, I, I don't know what to believe, right? How does that happen? That, and nobody can find it? Really? Truly? Right, where's the head of the Department of Transportation, by the way? Where's Mary, Mary Peter. Where's Mayor Pete? Yeah. You think you might want to do some kind of a press conference to talk about, no. hey, if anybody knows where this potential very explosive stuff is, yeah. if you could fill me in, I'll tell you where it is. The FBI's got it. That's who's got it. Right. Well, uh, uh, some of our uh, government officials have it. That's who's got it. And I sound like a broken record, but I've said this too, Mike. Here, here's my problem with the conspiracy theory thing. I was never this way. I always trusted people. I blindly trusted government. I blindly trusted doctors. I, I trusted everybody, my teachers or whatever. But when the Babylon Bee, a satire news source, is right more than it's wrong, that's, right. that's a problem. That's right. right. <laughs> so think about that, folks. A satire news... They used to put out things that we would all text each other and laugh and be like, oh my God, these guys are nuts. Like, this this is the most outrageous I've ever heard. It's all true. Right. <laughs> Every bit of it. Yeah. Like, the Hunter Biden stuff, all true. Right. right? The, 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 you look at, like, the Target and Bud Light stuff. Like, they were doing this stuff years ago, not with necessarily that brand, but it's all true. Like, yep. that that's really really scary when a satire news source is a better news source than you name it media company <laughs> yeah no it's 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 look at but here's the thing from an investing standpoint i continue to tell people this and i'll talk a little bit about money here before we get off you, you got to sort of take a step back and breathe a little bit there's lots of companies out there that are going to make money the stock market will always go back to is this company profitable and there's going to be opportunities out there i think this new ai technology is the real deal and yep. i mean real deal where it is going to uh, take corporate profits to a whole new level. You know, yep. you are going to continue to see many companies uh, be automated, and and they're going to. And you know, I heard somebody say the other day, "That's terrible. It's going to all the jobs will be gone." Well, the jobs that are going to be gone are the ones that nobody wants. And don't tell me that people want the McDonald's jobs. If they wanted the McDonald's jobs, McDonald's wouldn't be begging people to come into work, yep. right? And they are literally begging people to come into work right now. Um, it is crushing growth. Uh, if I'm if considering getting in that type of business, and I'm just using me personally, my biggest fear would be I don't want to be in there flipping burgers on a Sunday. And for me to grow and to open up two or, or whatever it is, subs or whatever, for me to open up two or three restaurants, I have to find enough people to replace myself. And if I can't do that, I can't add on additional uh, locations. And that's what's happening right now. We're seeing risk uh, get stifled because they don't want to, they just can't can't replace themselves. They can't find the labor. Tell you what, this new AI technology, we get some robots in there, you're going to see a lot of growth. You're going to see lots of locations growing, and the jobs will be different. I believe plumbers, electricians, uh, uh, real estate agents, uh, 
lawyers to be able to do all the contracts. That will be thriving as we grow into uh, into 24, 25, and 26. What's really scary, though, is, is, is Mike, you know, I used to work at a local putt-putt course when I was a kid. I didn't want to work there either, but you know what my parents told me? Well, you're 19 and you got to work because we're not yeah. going to give you $1,000 a week, so go work. I, okay, great. I went into a local fast food place around the corner. I won't mention the name of it, but I'll, I'll give them a plug. They got really, really great chili. Yeah. And uh, um, I, and that's what I eat, the chili. Uh, there was six, happened to be women working there. This was two or three weeks ago, and I don't think there was one under the age of 65, yep. right? Yep. There's no more, I hear, well, these are college jobs or high school jobs. They're not working there. They're yep. not doing those jobs. That's the problem, yep. right? It's not that these places don't like people or don't want to hire people. They are desperate to hire people. Yep. They are begging to hire people. When I was in college, uh, I'll use my sophomore year as an example. Sophomore year, University of Buffalo, my schedule was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know yep. what I did Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday? I worked. Yeah. And I didn't work at a fast food place, but I worked at a retail place. And guess where I was all day Tuesday, Thursday? Working. Working, working. And guess what somebody else was doing on Friday when I was at UB? Another college kid was working yeah. on Friday yeah. when I was off on Friday to yeah. go to school. Right? That's not happening anymore. These places are desperate, and they need labor. And we could, yes, ask the 50, God forbid we ask the 59 million people yeah. on welfare to go to work. We're not doing that. Well, and I'm sure Mr. Lomas said to you, too, at one point, right? Mike, you can live with me till you're 60, right? I'm sure Mr. <laughs> Lomas said that. Yeah. Um, folks, don't forget about all our services, financial planning, wealth management, Mike, I'll let you plug real quick the uh, IS team because they are awesome. Yeah, we've got a whole uh, – we got chartered financial analysts, you know, 100 years or something of, of experience, right? So uh, we can help you when it comes to your retirement planning. Chartered financial analysts, registered investment advisors, certified financial planners, and we work as a team. When it comes to your retirement accounts, your IRA accounts, your 401k plans, we can help you. 833-FIN-GUYS. And don't forget about your insurance department. Let us shop over 25 companies to save you money. It's a no-brainer, and we'll reshop it every single year. We'll make sure we're on top of it to try to get you the best rates as companies change. Don't forget about Brian Faraci and his team on the Medicare and group health insurance side. They do a fantastic job as well. And again, giving another plug to Tracy and her team at Payroll Processing. They've been great working with us and working with our clients as well. Folks, if you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Don't forget about our podcast, FinancialGuysMedia.com. Until next Saturday, have a great weekend, and we will see you then.